the Nekuda Behechola series for the Sicha of Volume 18, Chukas 4, titled Clouds of Glory. Our Pasha tells us, and Miriam died. And after that, it says, the congregation had no water. In the same chapter, we are also told, and Aaron died, followed by the next chapter, the Canaanite king Arad waged war against Israel. Hence our sages say, and I quote you from the Talmud in Tractictinus, page 9, side A. Rabbi Yossi, son of Rabbi Yehuda, says, Three good sustainers rose up for the Jewish people, and they are Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. And three good gifts were given through their agency. And these are they, the well of water, the cloud, and the manna. He elaborates, the well was given in the merit of Miriam, the pillar of cloud was in the merit of Aaron, and the manna in the merit of Moses. When Miriam died, the well disappeared, as it is stated, and Miriam died there, and it says thereafter, and there was no water for the congregation. When Aaron died, the clouds of glory disappeared, as it is stated, and the Canaanite, the king of Arad, heard. What report did he hear? He heard that Aaron had died, and the clouds of glory had disappeared, and he thought that he had been given permission to go to war against the Jewish people. And this, the disappearance of the clouds, is the meaning of that which is written, and all the congregation saw that Aaron was dead. Both the well and the clouds of glory returned in the merit of Moses. However, when Moses died, all of them, the well, the cloud, and the manna, disappeared. End quote from the Talmud. Now Rashi, who only comments, and I quote, in accordance with the simple meaning of the verse, end quote, does he agree that this Talmudic teaching can also be the simple meaning of the verses? Seemingly, Rashi does. As Rashi comments on the words, the congregation had no water, he says, from here we learn that all 40 years they had the well in Miriam's merit. And so too, Rashi comments on the words the Canaanite heard. He heard that Aaron had died and that the clouds of glory had departed. And lastly, Rashi also comments on the words of the verse from the heights of the valley in the field of Moab, he says, for there Moses died and the well ceased. Therefore, it is logical to say that Rashi also embraces that the clouds of glory as well returned in the merit of Moses. However, from the simple meaning of the verse, after the death of Miriam and the disappearance of the well, the verse tells us how the Israelites complained to Moses and Aaron and how God told Moses to speak to the rock, etc., However, we see nothing in the verse that after the passing of Aaron, how the Israelites reacted in any fright to the disappearance of the clouds, nor of God commanding Moses in how to bring them back. So seemingly, the clouds did not return after Aaron's passing. In order to understand how Rashi sees this through the lenses of the simple meaning of the verse, we find that the clouds served four purposes for the Israelites in the desert. Number one, to protect them from the desert heat of the sun. Number two, 
It cleansed and pressed their clothing. Number three, to show them directions. And number four, to straighten out the mountains and valleys, killing the snakes and scorpions. Now, we clearly find in Rashi commentaries that the clouds continue to serve all these purposes, mining, minus the cleansing and pressing of their clothing. Hence, there were the clouds even after Aaron's passing. So the answer to understand the simple meaning of the verse, what its opinion is on this, is that there were two different clouds that were accompanying the Israelites in the desert. One, the clouds that served to provide Israelites with their needs. And two, clouds of glory, which were not for any needs, but for the glory of the Israelites. Hence, we find in the comments of Rashi, and so too in the teachings of our sages, sometimes the term clouds, and sometimes the terms cloud of clouds of glory. And this will explain as well the laws of the sukkah, in which we do not commemorate the seven clouds that served a purpose in the desert, but a commemoration of the clouds of glory. Now Moses, as a faithful shepherd, was keeping the needs of his people met. Hence, simply speaking, Moses was not dealing with, in his merit, bringing the well, clouds, or manna to the Israelites. The concepts of, in their merit, was only concerning Miriam and Aaron. Hence, the clouds of glory didn't return with Moses, which is why the king Arad thought that he was given permission to attack, even though the non-glory clouds were still there surrounding the Israelites. Now, while Moses kept the non-glory clouds, the well and the manna functioning until the Israelites no more needed them, simply because this is the way of the shepherds of the Jewish people function, that the needs they provide during their lifetime are given in a fashion that they don't depend upon the presence of their merit, but upon the needs of their people. Hence, before Moses passed away, the Jewish people were already at the border of civilizations. They passed the heat of the desert sun, and enough manna fell on the last day to provide the Israelites until they would be able to produce or purchase food. Moses, as with every Rebbe, provides as long as the people's needs exist.